Hey church family, this is Ryan. This past Sunday, we continued to talk about the tabernacle and this idea of God's presence with us and that God doesn't just want to visit us. He doesn't just want to save us. He wants to live with us. He wants to enjoy that intimate relationship with us. He wants to to snuggle with us on the couch. He wants to take a walk with us. He wants to have a meal with us. And one day we're going to be able to do that with the, the flesh and blood Jesus and his presence when he comes back in in bodily form. But what I want to share a few thoughts about on today is just as we think about this idea of God's presence, specifically how that affects the way we are approaching spending time with family and other loved ones during the Christmas season. So we're we're approaching Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and and New Year's and I know that many of us are going to be around family and other loved ones and you know it strikes me that we might be experiencing that in different ways and feeling different ways about that. For example, I know that for for some of you you are nervous about what if we get exposed to COVID? What if somebody gets sick and then we won't be able to be together with family? We might have to miss being together with our family um, over, over Christmas. Some of you might be isolating and quarantining right now. Some of you might be dealing with that reality right now. And I want to encourage you um, as you think about that to really lean into this idea of how important it is to be able to be physically present with God and physically present with each other. And what I mean by that is that, you know, this time last year, my family was was sick. And because of that, we weren't able to be with with family. Uh, So it was just the five of us. We were were isolating in our in our house. And we had a good time together. But but it was but but it was sad because we wanted to be with grandparents wanted to be with with cousins and, and nieces and nephews and we and we weren't. And so if that's the reality that you're facing or if that's something that you are nervous about, I want to encourage you just to lean into that as a way to think about how much we enjoy being with particular people in the physical sense and how good it is to be with them and how good it is to be together with God. And to remember that we never have to isolate from God. You know, God doesn't just want to have a Zoom call with us. God wants to be around the table, hugging, you know, being together. God wants to allow us to be in his presence and and use, if you're, if this is kind of the, the headspace that you're in thinking about, oh, what if we can't be physically present with family? Use that to, to lean into being in God's presence, whether that's appreciating more the fact that the Holy Spirit is right now is literally with you or longing one day for what it's going to be like when Jesus comes back. And we literally can't have a meal with Jesus. We literally can hug Jesus. We can be with him in bodily form physically. So that's the first thing. But the second thing is I think too that this idea that God wants to live with us, he wants to not just save us, but have this close ongoing relationship with us, I think it should affect the way we approach time that we're spending with non-Christian family members and loved ones during the holidays. You know, I think very often when we are in these situations, we'll get chances to have conversations with 
with family members or loved ones that they might, maybe they're nominal Christians, maybe you're not sure if they're actually committed disciples of, of Jesus, or, or maybe you know where they stand and they, they don't believe what, what you believe or, um, or they believe something completely different. And so I, I encourage you to remember as you think about those conversations, as you pray for them, as you consider the opportunities you might have, whether it's around a holiday party or holiday gathering, or even just inviting somebody out to the tent on, uh, on Christmas Eve to our Christmas Eve worship service to hear the gospel there. I encourage you to remember that we are inviting them into the relationship that they were made for. We've said over and over again that the Garden of Eden is in our DNA and that we all have this deep longing in our hearts to be together with God, not just to have our sins forgiven. We definitely need that and we want that and we long for that, but we have a longing in our hearts for that close relationship with our our Heavenly Father. And that's what you have and that's what you have the opportunity to invite people into. So I hope that is encouraging because, you know, sometimes we might feel that, well, you know, I I look at my non-Christian loved ones and their lives seem to be going pretty well. I mean, it seems like their family is relatively healthy. They're doing okay with their career. Their mental health is pretty good. And we can believe the lie that, well, you know, what do we really have to offer them in, in, in the gospel if their lives aren't just falling apart in these obvious ways? And the truth is that we have the opportunity to offer to them the relationship with God that they were, that they were made for. And the relationship in which there's fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore, just like Psalm 1611 says. So I encourage you to be praying for opportunities to invite people to Christmas Eve, to have those conversations about your relationship with God and their relationship with God during holiday parties or in other connections you're having with loved ones. Um, I'm praying for y'all. I'm praying that we would all be able to experience God's presence and that he would use us in this Christmas season to be to be a light to our communities, to our families, and everybody that's around us. So love you. I'm thankful to be in this church family with you. I'm praying for you and hope you have a great Christmas.